Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Go Ultra with AFL and NRL live in 4K Ultra HD. Only on Foxtel. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets freedom to move. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Yes, you're on the run home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks to the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. And footy live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxtel. Welcome all our listeners, however you're tuning in. SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. SEN 693 AM in Brisbane. SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. And those listening live on the app, download the SEN app at the App Store or Google Play Store. And remember, subscribe to the Run Home podcast on all your podcast channels. You might notice that uh, this isn't Joel Kane speaking today. Joel is uh, the doyen of touch football here in New South Wales. He is. He's off on representative duties. Yeah, it's a state cup, I think. Um, is that in Port Macquarie? Wagga. Wagga. I think the seniors. I, th- I think the seniors in. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. anyway, James Magnuson, great to have you back. I haven't spoken. I haven't spoken to you for for a long time. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I actually, I never bump into you in Bondi. I no, don't know how it happens. I've got a secret. Well, I'm in the secret area. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I know where you are. You're right. You want to be seen. <laughs> as that I'm uh, in the thick of it. As I'm that fella who chased you down the street after you pinched his skateboard. Um, <laughs> and good afternoon to our boss today, uh Gibbo. Hey boys. Yep. <laughs> Boss today, Brooksy is off on a fact-finding mission, I believe. He's away for the weekend. So I'm your boss, guys. Yeah. And, and I'm, it's a bit like when the Origin players go away. You know, the young guys, the New South Wales Cup, the Queensland yeah. Cup mm. players get to stand up. Yeah. So I'm really going to be trying to put in a nice Drew Hutchinson performance here, Mr. Fix-It. Yeah, yeah split okay. round. Split round. I'm Hopefully. Like Mitch Moses filling in at halfback today, trying to steer the ship, but haven't handled this pressure before. Oh, okay. Is that a bit, right. a, bit, that's a bit of a dig? <laughs> Boys, I, I've got a bit of a conundrum. I wrote, I've got one of those big long skaters, skateboards, you know, the, like the big cruisers. Cruisers. Yeah, where yeah, you yeah. Don't, you don't have to tic-tac. Yeah. You can just cruise around. And my wife said, you're too old to be doing that. Because I went down the shops. She said, you are too old to do that. Then it got me thinking, um, is there other things that you're too old for? I know wearing a hat backwards, definitely. Yeah, there's probably an age limit on that. Certain haircuts, I think there's probably an age limit. What about Um, clothing? Yeah. Yeah. Budgies. I know budgies is fine. No, really. Well, I wore Mate, budgies. The older you are in Bondi, the more likely you are yeah. to wear budgies. Oh, okay. Definitely, because yeah. I wore I've I've worn um, speedos my whole life. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's not that's no issue for you me. You would hate speedos, wouldn't you? Yeah, you I, I don't wear speedos. But what about like uh, budgies for the for the ladies? What do you mean, bikinis? What do you, what do you, yeah, like, you know those. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I didn't want to bring this up. I You're wading into dangerous yeah. waters here, mate. Yeah, go on. I didn't want to bring this up, but are you too young sometimes for certain outfits as well? Oh, yes. 
girls, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I saw something in the surf today, and it was. I oh, don't don't get me started on this. This is dangerous territory. Sorry, you're I talking am, too old. We're I talking am a, too old. No, no, no. But I am a father of three girls, and it's it's full on. It's full on. Yeah, mm. and I'm talking on. like 17, 16. They they're just it's just not on. Anyway, mm. the too old. Sorry, sorry. The too old. I definitely think males over the age of twenty five can't wear those pants that you show your ankles. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like a chino, a rolled chino. I, or... I reckon you're a rolled chino, man. Not anymore. I've, I've probably gone past it now. I went through a phase mm. um, for a little while there. I think chinos are on the way out. But um, top knots, I don't reckon oh. guys guys oh. over 25 maybe should wear top knots. Guys in general wearing top yeah, knots. Yeah, I know, I it? know. But young young guys are finding, you know, uni students, they're finding their way. over. To, if, yeah. if you see a 40-year-old man with a top knot, I, mm. I start to make assumptions yeah, pretty you, early on in the yeah. piece. I guess if you're talking activities, Fletch, one thing that always makes me a bit nervous is when people over the age of, let's say, 30, you're at the skate park during the day. <laughs> yeah. Because usually, you know, there's something in the bag over there, and it's just, yeah, it's not a good look. No. I think... Tony Hawk, though. What if Tony Hawk? Tony Hawk would be, uh, he'd be fifty now. I'd, I'd imagine. I'd have to be. Oh, Maybe mean, older. If you're a professional skateboarder, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think the uh, professional skateboarders are hanging down at Curl Curl Skate Park at twelve o'clock. It's funny though, isn't it? It's funny. There's sports, certain sports like surfing. You don't Fine. batter. You don't batter an eyelid no. if there's an old dude out in the water. No. But if there's a, an old dude. Rollerblading in Centennial Park, <laughs> off his head, <laughs> with no shirt on, with glow sticks, it's yeah, yeah. Loose <laughs> then you start. <laughs> but oh, you're, you're right. What's yeah. the difference? Skate. That is. Um, what are we calling that? That's uh, discriminative. Well, Discriminating against. Well, skating definitely has that subculture of scrunginess, I guess, and I suppose that only lasts a couple of years. You can't be doing that into your mid thirties. No, I tell you what, I have noticed with the. With the uh, birth of live golf, mm. uh, a lot more young people are playing golf. You reckon? I, I'm noticing it down at Wallara. A lot of young kids are starting to play. Whether it's from live or not, but maybe mm. it's that you know it's, it's quite funky and new. I've found a few. So um, I'm not far from the North Bondi Golf Course, mm. but far enough that there shouldn't be golf balls anywhere near my house. Mm. Every now and then, you go out in the front um, front lawn and you find a golf ball. Which would have to be, if if you're thinking where I am from North Bondi Golf Course, it'd have to be a 50 metre off track slice. Yeah, I reckon they, I reckon they know who you are and where you live, <laughs> and they're just getting on the. I think it's the sixth hole, and just yeah, ha- hammering, it is, hammering, it is hammering it, down, <laughs> hammering it down. Tell me, you've got uh, Matty John's show can't be far away now. No. Two when weeks. do you when do you start punching out some content for that stuff? Well, we, we already have. We we interviewed yesterday the oh, <laughs> we interviewed the dragons. Uh, so you're not on the ban list for the players' agreement stuff. Remember how they said they weren't doing media? You're no. off. You're well, not we're, on the no, list. because we're not NRL. We're we're the broadcast. So they'll do anything for broadcast, just, just not selling the NRL. Well, that was the the sort of yesterday that was the gag where we kept asking but I've had a bet I've had, <laughs> I've had a bet with uh, Blake Laurie yeah and he seems like a good man Zachy Lomax oh they're yeah. very good they are they are very very funny so I said you blokes will run last because they, they yeah, they're they the will. only two that keep giving it back to us which is great <laughs> some of the, the some of the players are a little bit shy and not yeah. showing character these yeah. two they hammer us yeah so I said well boys you'll run last and they went they no, will. no you won't no we won't I'll have a bet and I said well he goes, how much do you want to bet? And I said, well, give me some odds. And he goes, 100 to 1. 
And I went, done, I'm in. So I said, I'll have 100 on it. And then I said, I think they didn't realise what was going on. <laughs> and I said to Zachy Lomax, I said, do you want on as well? And he goes, yep, I want on. I said, sweet, I'll have 100 on it. So if you run last, you owe me 10 large, yeah. both of you. Yeah. He says, yeah, we won't run last. And they go, what if, what if we don't run last? What do we get? And I said, you get $100. 100 bucks. <laughs> and I went, oh, that's not a good deal. And I said, well, you're the ones who made it. So I don't think they will run last. Uh, but I think they will. I'm, I'm, if not them, who? Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. Shawnee, the trader who's coming up later on in the show, he was saying yesterday that the Warriors, are they're, they're the lay down bet is they're going to come last this year. It's clear to see. What, he's come up with that He's theory? come up with that. But I'm pretty sure last year you said the Cowboys were going to come last. Yeah. No, mm. one game off a grand <laughs> exactly final. Exactly right. No, like 10 minutes off a grand final. But what about the Dolphins, boys, Fletch? Yeah. Do you see? Rubbish squad. We spoke to them yesterday. So we had Kenny Bromwich. Did you fly up to? No, they all came down for a, oh. for a shoot. So yesterday yeah, okay. yesterday there was like throughout the whole day, um, we had the sh- Tigers and the Sharks. Nico was there just mm. off his Back uh, number one ranking, it's hottest one hundred. Yeah, I saw that. He's um, geez, he looks fit. Well, they all look fit. I tell you who impressed me, Tyrell Sloan. Okay, in what way? And he's Physique, put on a, presence, put put, put, put on, on size, put on a little bit of size. I think he got a lot out of that All Stars game. He was yeah. bouncing around, yeah, a little cheeky, which we, which we like, yeah, Scallywag. So you're uh, doing those same segments that you did last year, where you do like, what was it between? Um, no, it's called the rub down. So we're actually dressed up. We give we give the players a massage, <laughs> but it was like it's full on. We have like full. I'll show. I'll just show you something. I think something's already been put, put on. How do you go massaging Blake Laurie? Well, we had the oil and, and all yeah. sorts of stuff. I uh, I gave Hindy a, a massage, but it, we we weren't allowed to do any innuendo. Okay. If you know what I mean? So it had yeah, to be yeah, like yeah. a legit yeah. massage. Yeah. Yeah, but the boys gotcha. seem to like it, and I don't mind doing it. I think I, might, I think I might have a bit of a hidden skill here. Did you? Um, you're talking about Terrell Salone, Fletch, and sometimes, as Joel says, sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped. Now, Cody Ramsey's been ruled out of yep. the year, and there's mm. not a heap of pressure on Terrell Salone to get that number one jersey because it's his. Essentially, mm. do you reckon that helps players sometimes? Well, yes, I, I suppose you'd be a little bit relieved that mm. he will, he'll start at number one. But we oh. saw what happened last year when he had a, you know, not a great game and it took him ages to get back into, into first grade. Don't be surprised, Gibbo, if at any point Hook wheels out Moses Embly in the number one jersey. Yeah. It's well, like his favourite go-to. Well, he's he's six. He's He's got him at 5'8 uh, this week yeah. for the charity show. I heard Sullivan might be back for round one. Yeah, hopefully Jack Bird oh. as well. I think he had a bit of a hamstring strain. He hasn't played in any of the trials, but they were floating him in the halves. Mate, that many injuries before the season starts, it's not looking good. No. Well, it's because they train so hard. Yeah. Like, their training sessions pre-season are probably harder than the game. When you first started NRL, when did pre-season start? Uh, it's always been November. Well, no, when, you, when we were kids, it was like December 1. Yeah. So you had a month before Christmas, yeah. and then it obviously, because I when I started it wasn't professional. Yeah, this was before Super League, so yeah. it was yeah. A lot of people were working. Yeah. Do you um, think it's too long? I think the season's too long. Yeah. Mm. I think the elite players play too much. It's just too physically hard for them to. I used to think for a, a swim preparation, right? Like, so say for a, say an Olympics or a World Champs, yeah. we'll start training for that race one year. In advance, 
So we have f- essentially a year preseason, all leading up to this, like tapering up to this one event. Can I ask you this? Do mm. you know a year out you've made the, the – No. When, no. When does that happen? When do you know? Uh, when I started off, it was about four months out. And yeah. now they do it only like a couple of weeks out. So they've gone – the Americans always did it a couple of weeks before. So you know you're in form. Yeah. You, you qualify for the team. So you have to be in form for that. And then you just maintain that form. We do it in Australian summer. So like March. So you do a little peak for that. So you're like, oh, I'm in form. I feel good. And then you wouldn't race again until the Olympics in August. Yeah. So you'd be like, where's my format? And you know, when you talk about like match fitness. Or, yeah. 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 It's the same in swimming. So you go into an Olympic games without any match fitness. You haven't raced in, well, you haven't raced with high stakes in probably four or five months. Yeah. So it was always a really weird feeling. Like you're a bit nervous because you're like, where's my match fitness at? Well, where, where am I at? Um, but our, our preparation would be a year long. And towards the end of my career, I used to say to my coach, think about when, when boxers have a big fight, a world title fight, they'll do a 12-week camp. There's few sports out there that you need to be fitter or more prepared than boxing, mm. fighting for a world title. If a 12-week camp is what they believe is the, the optimum length of time to prepare for a fight, why is it not the same for swimming? Why do I have a year-long preseason? And I think the same sometimes for football. Like, do they really need a four-month preseason? They don't need when f- the, the season's so long anyway. I, I don't think they. I don't think they do all that. The the, you know, now the veterans they call them. If you've, if you've played NRL over ten years, you you need to have that ten week break. So they get the kids in, which is fair enough. Getting yeah, yeah, getting yeah, them yeah, used yeah. to it. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of guys that don't run. Uh, until after Christmas when they come back. Okay. So that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's changed a lot. The, the, the days of doing those road runs. Yeah. You, you How are your knees? Shot. Hips are shot. Mm. My hips are shot. Yeah. My old man's the same and he didn't play. Like I think he was Jersey flag maybe some, I can't remember what they used to call it, reserve grade back then. And his knees are shot just from running on the road. Yeah, because that was the, the way to do it. Now it's all powerlifting. Like even in the gym, yeah. you know, it's well, yeah, you, yeah. you know, they all yeah. do the Olympic yeah. In the old days, it was just curls. Because you know, you'd be, <laughs> in the off-season. You don't yeah, look yeah, good on TV. Curls. Yeah, shout out to you, Luke Rickardson. <laughs> uh, now, yesterday, Gibbo, in the uh, first seg, as we like to call this in, in radio mm-hmm. parlance, mm-hmm. Joel did a new segment called Getting to Know Barney. Yeah, it, it, it actually was, went well. Yeah, it was quite interesting. Mm. So I'm wondering, can I do one? Well, Fletch, mate, as Drew as Drew Hutchinson of today, I'll give you creative license okay. to do whatever you like within Thank the you. constructs of the ACMA media laws. So, yeah, mate, you take it away. Okay, so I better put this beer down. Uh, okay, <laughs> oh. so premium tees without the price tag, perla.com. These are these T-shirts that are just fantastic. I'm going to get you I'm going to get you one. So let's get this uh, a new segment, Getting to Know Missile. No sting? Mm-hmm. What about just that? I, I want you to like me for me, not because I have a penis. There we go. There's my uh, there's, there's, there's Miss uh, intro. Now, Miss Ol, I don't know if you've – did you hear that? Uh, married at first sight. Yeah, yeah. It's so, yeah it's just so hit him again. Hit him again. I, I want you to like me for me, not because I have a penis. Okay, there we go. Can, so can I ask you this? How was your transition out of the pool? We know what you did uh, in the pool. Yeah, yeah. Point oh. zero zero one. Of a second, you're out of the gold medal. Yeah. Thank God for us that you came second because 
you wouldn't be here. Because <laughs> if you were... If you were, were you saying I'd be on FM? <laughs> no, you, you would be next level. You'd be in the States. You'd be just cruising uh, around. Did you struggle with the transition? I know it's happened to a few rugby league players. They've come out publicly and said it was... It was hard because that's all you've, they've ever known. Yeah. I think the hardest thing about swimming was uh, I was so micromanaged. Every minute of my day, you know, I was told when to wake up, what to eat, what to drink, when to train. Really, from So the you were t- married? Yeah. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> really from the time I was probably 16. Um, so I retired at 28. And just that, f- that first day, you wake up and go – what do I do? And I didn't, I didn't have a degree. I hadn't done university. didn't have a job. Didn't really know what I wanted to do either. Did I you have a manager? Had a manager. Yeah. And so I had like commercial deals and all that stuff. It, it, it wasn't that, um, and the other thing was, I was like, I was thinking like, I might never work here. I might mm. just not work. That might be, like, that might be me. What that crossed your mind. Yeah. I, I thought when I retired, I was like, I remember, um, my mates asked me, what are you going to do? And I said, oh, I might, like, I'm going to take up golf and surfing and that'll, that'll be me. And didn't realize that you need something to get you out of bed every day. I just thought I could be a man of leisure and just retire. But so financially you were sweet. I was, well, for the first couple of years I was sweet. Yeah. And then I, I realized, you know, that to live a certain lifestyle, you got to, you got to have income coming in. And, mm. and I, I, when I retired, I still had plenty of commercial deals and that sort of stuff. So money, it wasn't about money. It was the reason that I started looking for a job and stuff was more about, I needed some drive. I needed some motivation in my life because I was just, it's so easy to turn into a slop really quickly. (laughs) You just wake up and go, I don't need to get up now and you just go back to sleep. And then all of a sudden it's like 9am and you're like, what am I doing with myself? Did you feel guilty? Yeah. Because you strike me as someone now Mm. that you need to train. Yeah. You, do you need to get out there and Yeah, have yeah, a sweat? big time. And so like when I retired from swimming, I tried just, you know, going down to the gym on my own. And again, when you come through institutes of sport and all that stuff, you're always being told what to do, what to lift, when to do it. Um, so I tried just going to the gym on my own. I wasn't very motivated. So that's why I started sort of the training I do now, which is more like class type training where you've got a coach there telling you what to do. It's much more structured. But it was, that was pretty much the biggest thing for me in retirement was all the structure was taken away. Mm. Um, you know, I could I could go out and party on a Tuesday night, for example. So if the opportunity ever arose, someone was like, you want to go out? I'm like, yeah, why not? And because I'm going out Tuesday, I'm going out Thursday. Like just no structure in my life whatsoever. And it like spun me out pretty did, good. Did you have like an entourage? Like did you have guys that – when you look back on it now, yeah. they were just using it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. time. Big time. Can, I, can, I, um, we, can we name it? <laughs> no, I think I, I had a, I had a lot of hanger-oners. Um, and they're more just the ones that want to skip the line to get an ivy pool and all that sort of stuff. You know, they want they want all the benefits mm. of the bright lights and, uh, you know, going to awards nights or, you know, season launches or all that fun stuff. Yeah. And it's 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 the most grouse position for them because they don't have any responsibility. No. So sometimes you're going to it and you got to speak or you got to cut the red tape or whatever, and they're just there partying, full of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, when in in hindsight, I had a lot of those people in my life, but they dwindle away pretty quickly when you retire. So are you happy now? Are you happy doing what you're doing with the? Yeah, I think I think this past eighteen months, I'm probably the happiest I've been since retirement, just because I've got 
Um, got plenty of purpose. I've opened a gym now, um, so I'm quite driven and that's very social as well. I'm meeting a lot of new people. Made the move to, to Bondi, which has been a huge lifestyle change for me and something that I didn't, I probably didn't realize I needed um, until I, I made the change. So I grew up in Port Macquarie, mm. spent my life at the beach, spent much more time at the beach than the swimming pool and was living in the inner west in Sydney because I needed to be close to, to Homebush and stuff. And I think it probably had an effect on my mental health as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I'll go for a swim at least, at least once a day now down at the beach, if not twice a day. You're like Gibbo. Gibbo's been out in the water for the last 16 Yes, Wait. 16 days. 16 days, sorry. Not 16 days straight? Yeah, trying to do a 60-day challenge every day in the water. Yeah, okay. Just something to do. I couldn't do 75 hard, so that was the other thing. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, it must be so hard, though, when you come out of that environment for you, Missile, to then just mm. keep going and chugging along. Well, you just go, like, my whole purpose, right, was to be the best swimmer in the world. And then I retire, and I'm like, what now? Like, do I want to be the best in the world at something? Do I want to be the... Best business, and 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 a lot of those goals are somewhat unrealistic when you step away from your speciality. Like, what do I step out of swimming and go? I want to be the best businessman in the world. Like, what? How do you what measure am I that? Doing? Yeah, yeah. What am I? What am I doing now? Was, my sport was so easy that all I had to do was go up and back and be the best at it. Mm. And it's when it's that specific and that um, it's also that uh, objective. Like, there's no smoke and mirrors of. Have you been successful? Have you not? It's like, boom, touch the wall. It's a bloody simple sport, but it's very rewarding and very easy to prepare for. Why do, I mean, we've had swimmers play mm. up, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, I suppose rugby league players have as well, but I suppose it's more concentrated because there's not many of, of you guys yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah. Where does that come from? Is that because of the boredom? Or is that what you're saying? I, look, is, I think um, I had a, always had a little bit of carry on in me. Yeah. Just, you know, how some people have, some people haven't. Um, Anyone ever job you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Someone jobbed you? Like out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one at King's Cross one night. Um, must have been that long after the Olympics. And I was at a, uh, I'd been at a wedding. Um, for someone in our support crew on the swim team. And I was with my swimming coach and a bloke, the bloke went me just in the line to get drinks in King's Cross. Just what? ripped into it. And said what? Just hit ya? Yeah, well, he just started spraying me, and I just, I just told him where to go, and then he, and then it was on. Yeah, because who was yeah. the swimmers that got into a blue? They fought each other. Though, Nick Darcy they? was it? Nick Darcy? Yeah, Nick Darcy. Um, he got into a couple. And Simon didn't he? Cow. Yeah, I heard a story once. They reckon Nick Darcy dusted three Iron Men in in one night. Like the guys that were on, you know, the TV. The Nutrigrain series. Wouldn't have, been yeah. Dwayne, wouldn't have been Dwayne Tyres. Wouldn't have been Alistair Day either. No. And it wouldn't have, it wouldn't Could have been Alistair Day. Nah. Come on. Clint Kimmons as well. Couldn't have been him. Wouldn't have been Trevor Hendy. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Might Hendy. have been um, Kai Hurst. Kai Hurst. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he was a swimmer. Yeah, he's swimmer as well. Well, I think we've got to get to a break. But uh, yeah. look and feel your best with Perla Tees. Premium Tees without the price tag. Perla.com. Ultra with AFL and NRL live in 4K Ultra HD, only on Foxtel. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets freedom to move. It's The Run Home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Welcome back here on The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks to Hyundai, Blunston and Foxtel. Fletch, uh, the text line's lighting up. Things you're too old for. Yes. Uh, well, actually, we've got Paulie from Newcastle because I think he's got something about... Paulie. Uh, Paulie, are you there, my friend? 
Yes, I am, mate. Um, my man buns and dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah. Surely. Yeah. What's the age? Yeah, what, what? You, you look like. You look like an old drug dealer or something like. Really? Yeah. What's the age? When, when's the? How old do you got to be to stop having dreadlocks? Unless you're Jamaican. Well, I just think it, it, it's, if the hairline's going back, it looks as bad as it came <laughs> over. Or uh, you know, if you're getting a decent amount of grey in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I reckon. Just a thought. You know? I reckon there's a lot of things, Fletch, that are acceptable when you're at university. Yep. And once you're done at university, like those things are gone. Okay. Well, Adam, Adam's got one here. Adam says taking a flag to the footy. Like, yeah. Well, that's probably 12. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. anyone over 12. Lundy, no Crocs before 32. So he's gone the reverse. Can't have Crocs if you're under 32. My missus has started wearing Crocs. They're disgraceful. Yeah, they've, they've come back in a big way. I hate they? them. Do you wear them, Gibbo? I don't wear Crocs. No, not on yeah. the Birkenstocks train either. But no. It's, everything that was old is now new. Like baggy jeans are sort of cool again. Bare feet. I'm bringing back bare, bare feet. feet. Remember those rank shoes that people tried to bring in? They were like... They had toes in them. Yeah. Yeah. And they said, oh, this is, you know, this is yeah. what we used to do when we were cavemen. Yeah. Please. I'm just trying to think, like, if I go to a university party like what do people got like we're talking piercings like eyebrow piercings nose piercings um no money yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of a lot of talking your ear off about the environment and stuff like yeah, that yeah. sort of get that but also what do you reckon give her ripped jeans yeah that's that's a real young person's go I or think. i reckon more specifically like the jean shorts that don't have like a direct finish to that like they're they're ripped around the hem that's a that's a young person's go. <laughs> uh, what's this one here? Oh, this is a oh, this is from Jeremy. Uh, this was in relation to you talking about fight, fighting mm. and training. Fighters are always training the twelve weeks camp at the start of weight cutting and working on the cardio and intensity as as they lose weight, but they don't stop training for months. Yeah, like they're always. I think what he's saying is they're always staying in shape, mm. but they they only really ramp it up that 12 weeks so they're always this is similar to what i was talking about swimming like i'm happy to swim year round but only ramp it up right sort of 12 12 weeks out well simon the pyman says boys call me an elitist this could be controversial here fellas but i reckon the age limit for a singlet is mid-30s anything older is bogan territory well it's tough because i really like singlets well, you've got the Warwicks for them. I find that I dress differently when I'm on holidays. When, yeah, I'm, yeah. Diff- when I'm in a different country, yeah, I just, yeah. just, I'm out there. Yeah. And you're not going to bump into anyone you know as well. So say if you do want to get a bit adventurous with mm. what you're wearing, or maybe mm. a couple of hairstyle changes, maybe you want to dye your hair when you yeah. go to Bali and stuff like that. Bleached hair, that's another one. Bleached yeah, hair. Abs- over 30, I reckon bleached hair's out. No, over 25. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'd say 18. All right, well, coming up on the, the today's show, boys, we've got Maddie Johns. That'll be great. We've got Waratah Lachlan Swinton and Shawnee Oberod's going to do a sports bet check with us. That's all to come here on The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Yeah, welcome back. You're on The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Uh, a few more texts coming in, uh, Fletch, with things that are you're too old for. Nike TNs. Any what, what age. What are Nike TNs? <laughs> They're like, uh, how do I describe them? They're, you know what an Eshe is? Yes. The shoes Eshe wears. They got like a pump heel with the. Um, I think I got a pair. You got a pair of Nike. Were you sponsored by Nike? Adidas. Adidas. Still. Adidas. Did you get no. like a lifetime? No. Ah. They got rid of me. I remember Andrew Johns was telling me he's got a lifetime Nike. Yeah. 
He gets Nikes forever. So does Hindy. Hindy's does he? A- a- Asics. He gets Asics. Um, Asics yeah. are better shoes. Yeah, but like Nike clothes are Yeah, it's pretty legit. good. Uh, what about Hawaiian shirts, boys? This is from Mitch from Robbo. Overweight and over 50. Shout out to my old man. You are a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really like this one. This one made me giggle because it's very specific. Mm. This is from Ben. He says, riding a mountain bike on the footpath. Yeah. What is that? I, I would have thought um, like a BMX bike is a younger person's thing and a, a mountain bike is an older is person's another, thing. Maybe just riding on the footpath. So you got to ride on the I road. Think, I think, speaking of bikes, anyone over the age of 30 yeah. can't wear full Lycra. Oh, you yeah. can't. What about I've noticed since I moved to Bondi, bikes and mopeds like Uber Eats everywhere in Bondi and yeah. Milk Run. Yeah. It's out of control. You nearly hit one every time you pull out of your driveway. Yeah, I know. They're not Absolutely the gra- out of control. They're not the greatest drivers. I think yeah. that's everywhere, though, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. You see it all on the northern beaches. I'm sure you'd really? see it across the country well. As this well, is, this is to my point about NEAT. Remember I was t- talking to So, listeners, I've just found out about this is uh, something called NEAT, which is NEAT stands for Non-Exercise Activity Thermogenesis. So, your head might be falling off when you hear that sort of phrase, but... Missile. Yeah. It's actually good. So what that means is not going to the gym, but doing stuff like rather walk upstairs and get on the lift, uh, then go in the, go on the lift, uh, take your dogs for, for a walk. So that contributes to losing calories 22% yep. compared to only 12% of exercise. I was yeah. flabbergasted. I think as Rex Mossop would say. It's funny, like when when I talk to people at the gym about wanting to lose weight or eating calories or that sort of stuff, mm. they've got this really warped perception of all right, if I eat McDonald's and that's a 1,000 calories worth of food, I've got to go and do a workout that burns off a 1,000 calories worth of food. No. Whereas you'll burn calories just sitting still, just digesting. Well, just... Can, I, can I interrupt you there, Missile? Yeah. So think of this as a pie chart. Yeah. So just to get up and around and to function as an adult, as yep. a male, 60%, you'll burn 60% of total calorie consumption consists mm. of that. Then you get to 6%, which is only diet-induced, this thermogenesis. Yeah. Then exercise, as I said, 12. Yeah. But this neat one is 22%. So it doesn't have to be like high-intensity exercise. It's just like if you're a fidgeter and you get yeah. out and you just walk more more so at, at work and stuff. Yeah. What about on Valentine's Day, Fletch? Would that have changed a little bit? Like porking? Like porking. So say if you are going by this pie chart, could mm. you maybe slide into – your partner and say, "Hey, uh, more porking, <laughs> more porking, more exercise, burning more calories." Yeah, well, look, kids are coming home from school at the moment. So it's, oh, we're still going it. out in New Zealand though, Let's so it's five thirty there. Okay, uh, that's a different pie chart altogether. All <laughs> yeah, I remember at school you did the charts. I was just when you said pie chart before, I was thinking, do you ever remember doing a box and whiskers plot? Had like a a, me? a box. It was a it was a a type of chart. Like we learned all these charts at school, like bar graphs, column graphs, pie chart. We did. There was a, a chart called a box and whiskers, box and whiskers ch- chart. I don't, I don't know what. Text to send listeners sort of... if you remember a box and box and whiskers chart. And what, what job, <laughs> what industry uses a box and whiskers chart? Whiskers is in what? Well, it has these two lines coming off oh, it at okay. the end okay. that are, I, I don't know what it's used for. You got something there, Gibbo? Yeah, box and whisker plots, sometimes known as box plots, are a great chart to use when showing the distribution of data points across a selected measure. These charts display ranges with variables measured. This includes outliers, the median, the mode, and where the majority of data points lie. I've just in the never box. seen one since school. 
Never yeah. seen one since school. I haven't. Have you seen a put know. that on the list spot? of useless I'm, shit? Uh, I'm <laughs> uh, Dave from Sea Spray, he, he sees a guy running barefoot on concrete footpaths and across three roads. <laughs> Uh, no, sorry, roads three mornings a week while I'm walking my dogs of a morning. Good on you, Dave. <laughs> Dave's got binoculars on and just stalking around. Uh, this has lit up. What does Hector say here? Hector's come with a good one. I am spoke to Hector. Oh, here he is. Hector. Schoolies. That's for under 47s only. <laughs> Lucky I'm still 30. Lucky I'm still 32. All right, we're going to uh, have a quick break and we'll be back with more. NRL live in 4K Ultra HD, only on Foxtel. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets freedom to move. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Time now for an NRL pre-season update. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. Yeah, welcome back to the run home, Fletch. Uh, round two of this preseason challenge starts tomorrow. We've got heaps of uh, NRL news around today. Mm. One of the things that caught my eye are the Bulldogs and the Rabbitohs have withdrawn their interest in night winger Dom Young. Yes. Your roosters seem to be pretty hot on him. Well, they've he's toured the facility, which yeah. is a big indication. That, uh, and went for dinner with Robbo at his house, I yeah, believe. Yeah, that's the Robbo. big one. The Robbo test. So Bellyache has the coffee test. Is he a good? Is he a good cook or what? Like, what's happening at his uh, house? Has well, he got a mansion? He lives. Uh, he'd have a nice house. He'd have to. I think he's a brony. But um, I think how they get in there, he just he just wows them with a little bit of uh, French literature, a uh, bit of wine, bit of red wine, red wine. Yeah, because yeah. he's, he's quite the uh, savant. Do roosters need another winger? Yes, we always need more wingers. Well, they just bought Jackson Paul. No, but Jackson Paul is only a year. He's got uh, a, and so he's only got a, a one-year contract. I think Momorowski, the murderer, I think he's off this year. I watched a bit of footage of the Roosters' trial uh, from last weekend. They played mostly young blokes. Mm. That's just a production line there. And the, the size of some of the those big Islander boys that were coming up. I thought the young blokes did better than the than – the, First graders when uh, they came on the second half. Or the Roosters a couple of years ago, they did a deal, I think, with the Silk Tails who play in the Ron Massey Cup. Okay. And so the winger who Silk started, Tails. yeah, so they play Ron Massey Cup. They're a Fiji yeah. inside. I think Petro Sivasiva oh. was instrumental yeah. in that. Oh. And then a few of those players who played in the trial in Geelong are from that squad, and namely the winger Caravalu, I think that's his name. So there's definitely wingers around, but Dom Young seems to be a pretty exciting player. What would right? you pay for... Like, well, well, also, I'm, can I just say, he, play, he played well in the World Cup, but I don't think he's necessarily a full-blown star at NRL level. I think he's really – his last year with Newcastle, he was their best player. Yeah. I thought when he first came over, you know, he was struggling to adapt to the pace, yeah. especially the kicking game. He, he, he sort of got found out by those smart kickers. But last year, he was fantastic. He had a m- massive World Cup game. But it is funny how we talk about wingers now. Like in the old days, they were the butt of the jokes. You know, yeah. what do you call wingers? They're yeah. muscly touch judges. That's what you used to call them. <laughs> but now the game has changed so much that the fact that they're doing so much work. You you look at the the Penrith the Penrith side. They rely on their yeah. back three or their yeah. back five. Yeah. So, so would um, you pay five hundred say for Dom Young? Yeah, I think so. Five hundred. I reckon that's about the mark. What do you reckon, Gibber? Some international. Yeah. Definitely. It always takes the English players, especially the backs a couple of years, I feel like, to figure it out. Mm. And he's come here so young. I think I think it's going to be a big loss if the Knights lose him because they've had a lot of players come and go over the last couple of years and their back mm. line seems a bit unsettled this year. Yeah. Well, 
where there's smoke, there's fire, as they say. But I'll tell you who's not going anywhere. Jeremiah Nenai turns down the big New South Wales club's offers. And he, like the Dragons were going heavy for him. Yeah. And he re-signs with the Cowboys. So um, I'd be steering well clear of the Dragons. Oh, definitely. I just don't know, think you know who their coach is going to be, what that squad's going to look like. For, for instance, if Ben Hunt got injured this season. Oh, good night. I'll be collecting my 10 large off Laurie and uh, Lomax. That's going to be in the back of my head all season. <laughs> yeah. Watching the yeah, I, and it's on camera too. So it's on camera. We, got the, we had the Fox League cameras there. So, and I, di- I specifically shook their hand and I said, boys, you know what you're in for here? We, we won't run last. What do you think they thought 100 to 1 meant? I don't know. They they pay you 100 and you pay Because I told them I got the, the 10 to 1 or whatever, whatever it was. You got and Dragons at 10 bucks. Yeah, for I think it's 12, but they've come into nines now. But I just was talking to them because they were giving me a little bit of lip. I, I really I, – I don't think they will run last because you look at their side, but – what you can do you with bets know. like that, though, after like say ten rounds, if they start the season poorly, you can cash out Correct. your um, cash out your bet. Because I've and I don't have to because I've still got my ten grand. my ten grand <laughs> or twenty grand. Uh, Warriors Luke Metcalf sustained a hamstring injury this week at training, putting him in doubt for the Ooh. season. Yeah, that's wonder, a shame. Wonder why he wasn't named. They they did name him, but he was on an extended bench. Yeah. So they hadn't named him in their starting 17 for this weekend anyway. They'd named Sean, Sean Johnson, Johnson and Samari Martin, Martin yep. in the halves. Yep. Uh, I think there's a lot of pressure on Sean Johnson. Yeah. I thought Samari Martin and uh, Metcalf, Metcalf looked awesome together. Yeah. They've also got that young Volkman there who came from the Roosters. He had huge wraps on him coming through the grades. Yeah, he's a rug- rugby kid, isn't he? Yeah, Ronnie Volkman. I'd be surprised if he goes back to rugby. It's a good thing for the Warriors. They've had a couple of unsettled years when they were over here, but they look like they finally have depth in key positions. Mm. Uh, some couple of years ago, that probably couldn't be said, but I think it's a big year for Sean Johnson. Hopefully he comes good and the Warriors play some good footy, like you were saying. I saw a pic of uh, Sean Johnson on Insta looking absolutely jacked. Do you think that everyone, correlates everyone into does. into good performance on the field? Because nah. if so, Josh Hodgson is in for a wow of a year. Did yeah. you see his Warwick's in that photo? Yeah. yeah, I think sometimes it can be misleading. Mm, you know, yeah. it depends what. It's like Justin Hodges. Yeah. Justin Hodges, dog's body, yeah. the worst body you've ever seen. Mm. Would get into the gym and wouldn't really. It wasn't that strong. Yeah, but you put him on a field and That's he what... and he just had. Football strength, like he, strong core, like he might look good. And then on, on the other side of the coin, you get those big muscly dudes. Like the Sunny up. Bill that always well, looks Sunny, immaculate. Sunny's the grouse. But yeah. I'm talking about guys who have just done they're big oh, and strong. Oh, looks like Tarzan plays like Yeah, and they just, it didn't, yeah, it, it yeah, didn't yeah, suit yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why you well, got to it's, it's one of those things, footy, I reckon, like it's because there's skill, hand-eye, all that stuff. It's not just physicality. All right. Well, that was the NRL season, a preseason update, and you're welcome to Anytime Fitness, no matter who you are or what your goals are.